I was always a seeker, enjoying adventures in the outer world, exploring nature and different environments. I began seeking the inner world, the inner world experience in my late teens when I was introduced to meditation. We refer to this as going within or looking inward. I sought to understand myself more, or at that time in my life, I would phrase it as figure myself out. Maybe you can relate. I became a part of a conscious community here in D.C., a psycho-spiritual community called The Pathwork. Part of becoming more conscious, waking up to who you are, as we would say, is engaging in therapy. I was 23. Fortunately, I had a positive growth experience with a great therapist until she unexpectedly died a year later. It was very hard. After grieving her loss, I began therapy with an art therapist and explored personal, family, and relationship issues through the creative lens of art. I love this creative process of therapy. Self-examination was difficult at times, yet the awarenesses, insights, and ahas as to who I was, who I was becoming, along with the skill sets I learned, were illuminating and practical. As I reflect back, these two compassionate and wise women therapists were influential in my personal evolution and in my professional journey. They were heart-centered. I will always remember them both with a deep sense of appreciation, love, and awe. People often ask, what are the traits of a good therapist? I must say, it comes down to the heart of the therapist. I compiled the top five heart-centered traits of a good therapist. I hope you enjoy listening and I hope you can relate to them and will find them useful if perhaps you are searching for a therapist or a loved one is. Number one, a purposeful heart. People who are drawn to the field of mental health to work with people who are struggling in emotional distress, mental anguish, or just feeling lost, empty, often have a calling, a calling to help and to serve. They are people who defined early in their life their desire to help, 
to care, or in their young adult life, had an incident, maybe a tragedy, maybe a loss, that drew them to the art of counseling. Sometimes these people were your peers when you were a teenager or in college. The people that you went to just to share your story, to be listened to, and perhaps receive some support and guidance. You knew that they had a gift and they had a passion to help others, to understand you and the human condition, and really cared about what was happening for you. People who find purposeful work often carry an embodied passion for the work. You hear it, you feel it in the way they talk about their work. And that then contributes to their excellence in delivering good therapy. As Robert F. Kennedy said, the purpose of life is to contribute in some way to make things better. Now, not everybody can identify a purpose in life early on, in young adulthood, or middle age. Sometimes it comes later in life. But when you do, and you choose to pursue it, you'll be living the kind of life you feel you were meant to live. And when you have that, you will be happy. Number two, a present heart. To be present, fully present, takes intention and energy. It is a deliberate act, a conscious act to show up, to sustain presence one must cultivate a mindful awareness and a mindful attunement. And you know when a person is present with you. You feel them there. They're listening deeply. They're mindfully speaking with you or responding to you. You know they're not distracted. Their mind isn't wandering. It's tamed. Their emotions are regulated. They're not feeling into their emotional space of distress or confusion or pain. Perhaps they've put that aside if that's their experience and they come forward with a pure heart of listening and presence. You feel the safety the comfort of their presence. And when you do so, you're able to connect with them 
and allows you to open up, share, be vulnerable. And this is what makes gains in your therapeutic process. A present heart magnifies the goodness of the therapeutic relationship when both parties are present in this way. Number three, a wise heart. In Buddhist tradition, we talk about the wise heart as having two wings. The wing of a clear mind and the wing of compassion. The clear mind keenly sees the truth, unfiltered by personal beliefs, judgments, projections, and storybook narratives. The clear mind is open to you, is fresh to you, shows interest in your story, and is able to communicate in a style that pertains to you, that relates to you. And in receiving that, you get a sense of being heard and accepted. Prolific Buddhist author Jack Cornfield says, when we are lost in confusion or delusion, it's hard to see the most obvious of truths. And that is where your therapist can help. The clarity of the therapist, the clear eyes, will help in your discovery of you and the evolution of your therapeutic process and your becoming. The second wing of the wise heart is the wing of compassion. This is the ability to show care, kindness, and empathy towards you. Genuine expressed compassion is felt and you know it because you feel the sensation within your body and heart. And it feels warm. It feels tender. And you may have a feeling as well as a thought of appreciation and gratitude. When we bring the two wings together, the wing of clarity, clear mind, and the wing of compassion, clear heart, you receive a deep knowing that the therapist gets you and that the therapist cares about you. Number four, a courageous heart. 
A therapist listens deeply to the way you express yourself, your words, your body language, facial expressions, your feelings expressed and withheld, and your silence. The courageous heart is able to be with the fullness of your story and all the details the good, the bad, and the ugly, to sit with the traumas that you have experienced, the hardships that you've gone through, and remain emotionally regulated. That means they're able to manage their emotional reactions and not get triggered, not spin off because of the material you shared. It takes energy and courage to sit with and to hear people's stories, to be open to their experience, to be non-judgmental, and to stay fully present. The other aspect of a courageous heart Are the times when a therapist needs to ask you a challenging question? They feel confident to ask. They don't shy away from it. They mindfully approach it with courage. And they know it will help you in your therapeutic process in that moment. And in the moments moving forward, the therapist doesn't second guess themselves or get tangled up in a mindset of apprehension or fear. Fear that you may reject them, maybe walk out of the room, or never come back. And when they ask the challenging question, They're able to follow through with sensitivity. They are courageous in both these ways. Number five, an authentic heart. Authenticity is the ability to show up and be real. The authentic, heart-centered person is embodied with self-confidence, self-assurance, and able to be vulnerable and transparent. They take responsibility for themselves, for their words, for their reactions. They are response-able, as we say. Their personal North Star remains strong in times of conflict and discomfort. And they navigate challenges with centered presence and sound practices. These are not perfect people, as some people may think, because there is no perfect, only imperfect. 
They are authentic in the way they show up and they relate, they express, and they speak and show care. Their leadership is not egocentric or gender-oriented. They are connected and centered in their essence and can often exude a calm and caring self-leadership style. And again, like the four preceding, the heart-centered traits, you feel the energy and presence when the therapist shows up with authenticity. And you know, as you sit in the therapy room, that you're in good hands, that you're in wholehearted hands. You're in a place where somebody is going to be real with you, no false pretense. It is very reassuring, especially in the world today. And it is also the only way that we can truly grow. In the therapeutic relationship, it takes both people being authentic. And the therapist can model that by being it. To recap the five traits, a purposeful heart, a present heart, a wise heart, a courageous heart, and an authentic heart. In your search to find the right therapist for you or a loved one, you may begin with logistical questions. Are they conveniently located? Do they take insurance? Are their self-pay fees affordable? Or are they readily available? You may gather a few names, comb through the website, and get a sense of who they are, their experience, their philosophy, and their approach to therapy. Sometimes people call or meet with two or three therapists before making a final decision on who they really want to work with. Similar to a job interview, a finding out what jobs are available and what best meets your needs, what environment speaks to you and feels like the right environment. These are things to think about when looking for a therapist. And then, and then, let these five heart-centered principles serve as a guidepost for choosing your final therapist the heart-centered, good-natured therapist. May you be healthy and well. May your journey be safe. May you be joyful and happy. May you be at peace. 
And may you enjoy the process of becoming and sharing your becoming with a qualified, heart-centered therapist. Until then, I am Suzanne. There's a place of calm, there's a place of peace, it is within. There's a place of joy, there's a place of love, it is within.